970 WAMD Aberdeen, and this is the Harford Edge, keeping you on the cutting edge of what's new in Harford County and beyond. I am co-host Mary Hassler from the Harford County Public Library, and that is the amazing, talented, very, very, very handsome Bob Mumby. Oh, you read it exactly as I wrote it. I did. Very good, Bob. So the Harford Edge is brought to you each week by your Harford County Public Library. So today, I'm very excited to say we're going to be speaking with Angela Rose, President and CEO of the Harford County Chamber of Commerce. Hi, Bob. How are you? How have you been? Good. Good. Awesome. Lots going on, but for two of the hardest working folks in the county, I'm not going to get any sympathy out of you two, but because uh, you also work as hard. There's, I think there's four of each of you. That's what I figured out. That's how you get it done. So any news on the music front for you? Yes, we uh, haven't announced it officially yet, but David Lindley, the most, one of the most well-known and respected slide players in the world, uh, former slide player for Jackson Brown, Warren Zevon, Crosby, Sills, Nash, is going to come back and do a show in April at the uh, Bel Air Armory for Slate Ridge Entertainment. And it was a big sellout. That was our first show. David Lindley and... Um, if you remember from running on empty, the uh, the stay and the loadout, Lindley is does the slide and does the falsetto and stay as well. So he's a lot of fun. Well, that's exciting. That's yes. very good news indeed. Yeah, well, we're looking forward to it, and really loving so many things going on. On that note, in the county, got to uh, have a great dinner up in Haverda Grace. Stopped by the library. You, that's right, you and Mark were with us. We certainly were. Oh, my gosh, yeah. and we saw the most amazing show, The Beatles. At the Haverda Grace Opera oh, House. It was so cool. Everybody was up and dancing and singing the songs, and it really was. What I liked about it is they started when, gosh, when The Beatles first came out, I was six. The Ed Sullivan Beatles. The Ed Sullivan Beatles. And then uh, my sister had the Beatle Bangs, and it was so cool in the neighborhood. And then they moved through the different decades for their music. So, And I have to say, I have not had that much fun in a really long time. And the Opera House, they're just putting on so many different activities and events that it's just a really, really nice addition to the county. Uh, and it's across the street from a great institution. Well, yes, it is. The Harford County Public Library. Yes, indeed it is. Yeah, that was a great. That was great. Hats off to the folks in Haverda Grace. They they conceived this opera house thing. They planned it. They raised the money. It's open. In what four years time? Just really fantastic. I agree. And where did we have our great meal? Let's give them uh, kudos. Backfin Blues Creole de Gras. Yes, sir. That was awesome. That was great. That was great. Which is right a block up. Yes, it was. Um, yes. Well, that's and we should be giving plugs mm -hmm. to our businesses and those that uh, invest in the community and make life good for all of us. And that's what we're going to be talking about later with, uh, with Angela. And by the way, Angela is here with us right now, too, so feel free good to join in. <laughs> Reason for me singing Angie by the Rolling Stones in the back of my head for the past four days. I'll never forgive her for that one. Um... No, but welcome, Angela, and we're looking forward to a lot with you. And I'm glad you're here because you're going to help me with trivia. Okay. Oh, no. no oh, you didn't tell me trivia. Trivia. And I'm going to try to really stump both of you. Oh, goodness. And actually, Jennifer Button wrote these, so hopefully Jennifer Button's going to be stumping both of you. Okay. Yes, well, Jennifer has been uh, getting very annoyed at me because I've gotten a few, uh, pulled a few. Rabbits out of the hat? Yeah, out of nowhere. So oh, she's been ratcheting it up. All right, so let's let's start with the first one. All right, this one I think you both will get. I think I would have even gotten this one. New Orleans is known as the birthplace of what type of music? Oh, we got to give this one to Bob. Yeah, really. But I think I can get this one too. Well, jazz. Yes, sir. Gold <laughs> star on that one. And uh, Zydeco. Oh yes, Zydeco. That was not an answer, but I agree with that. He have, gets bonus points for that. Have you ever been down in the French Quarter and seen and seen the folks play? Oh my gosh, it's yeah. amazing. It is a real experience. I love New Orleans. Mm -hmm. It's one of my favorite cities. Agreed. Uh, yeah, there's another place called the Black Cat Pub over on Lafitte, Lafitte. Uh, which is amazing. You can go there anytime, any day. An amazing. Well, here's another here's another trivia. This is near and dear to my heart, so you know it's Disney related. 
What are the names of the seven dwarves from the Disney movie Snow White and the Seven Dwarves? Oh my goodness. Can we tag team this one? Sure. So Sneezy, Dopey, Mm -hmm. Happy, Grumpy, Mm -hmm. at four. Uh, Um, Sleepy, did we say that? Yes. At five. Um, Did we say Dopey? Yes. Oh my goodness. Uh, Bashful? Bashful. That's six. Um, oh, the only one that's that is not a um, an adjective. <laughs> I'm totally <laughs> blanking. How horrible! I would have never this? thought. Put it that way. Doc. Doc. Oh. Doc. Okay. This well, you. When we we assume. Very good. Bob carried us on that one. Thank he, goodness. He, he did. I was giving him hints. I was. Oh, is that what the, I would have gotten that? <laughs> it was. Round circles up near my eyes. She put a circle around one of her eyes. And I was thinking Colonel Clink was a dwarf. <laughs> so, all right, here's another one. Oh, this would stump. No, this we probably will all get this one. What is the closest star to the planet Earth? The sun. Yes, Alpha. excellent. Awesome. You can tell she has kids that are young, yes, really exactly. young. Who just finished fifth grade science or something. Mm-hmm. I got it. Well, and I have a little bit about stars and galaxies in our knowledge portion. Awesome. All right, so this is a this is an interesting one. Where was the first Hard Rock Cafe opened? Think hard. It was Vegas? like Disney. I can tell you that. No. No. Not Vegas. Um, the first one. This would this would be. I I think I would be stumped on this. Memphis, one. Nope. Nashville, New, New York. York? Nope. Yeah, it was not in this country. I'll give you a hint. Oh. London. London, but where in London? Um, <laughs> I just got a blank look. I was like, really? You're going to ask me where in London? Piccadilly, Piccadilly, Piccadilly Circus. It was Piccadilly, London. Excellent. Well, that that was a well. We didn't bail ourselves out. We guessed like eight cities and we're wrong. <laughs> Process of elimination. It's Friday morning. It, it, it still fr- counts. And we're going to have a great weekend. There's so many yes. awesome things happening. So, all right, here's one. This is history. Who is the only you? Oh, this is a really easy one, too. For our generation. Don't set easy. us up like for that. For the youngsters, right? It? You know, the it's pressure. easy for us, for our generation, but the youngsters, probably it would stump them. And you'll know why in a minute. Who is the only U.S. president to serve more than two terms? You know, you both know this uh, one. Oh, yeah. She's younger than we are. F- FDR. FDR, yeah. that's right. How many terms did he serve? Um, three and uh, uh, three and three and like an eighth. An eighth, that's two, correct. 32, 36, 40. Then he was elected again in 44, but he died. He died. Yeah, early. Early 45, yeah. And And that's when they changed the law after that because they didn't want somebody to be able to mm -hmm. stay in a position that that long. Interesting. And speaking of the difference in press coverage, for good or for worse, um, uh, he was in leg braces due to his polio Mm -hmm. 98% of the time. Mm -hmm. Have you ever seen a picture of him in his leg braces? No. JFK smoked six six cigars a day. They never showed that either. Right. Never showed that either. Mm-hmm. And but then what did we hear about thirty and forty years later? Not just. I won't even say. I know. I know. <laughs> they're lady friends. You're mm-hmm. going to say, weren't you? Well, yes. and the, that's what the time. Their pension for, for right? cigars too, right. but I won't say that either. <laughs> oh <my goodness>. <laughs> <laughs> and that's so true. The media coverage for. Them, I mean, it's become so transparent now. I, I can't imagine anybody agreeing to run for anything right, right now. Because it's really, if you have any skeletons or anything, it will be on the front page mm-hmm. of the newspaper. So here we go. This is an easy one, too. What ingredient for our bakers, what ingredient in bread causes it to rise? Do you bake? Um, I, only when I'm in hot, <laughs> out in hot weather. Yeast. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> Without yeast, the only way you can do it, you can do like a sourdough starter. In the olden days, they used to do that, Pioneer Times. They And I, I forget what it was. They would take a little bit of dough and put it in water and put it on the windowsill for a couple of days. And somehow it would do something, and then you could make bread from it. It was more of a sourdough bread. Interesting. Yeah. Well, that's my fun fact that I had to learn yeah. for the day. 
and I didn't describe it accurately. I'm sure there's somebody else listening that can actually do a much better job than I can, but it, it works. I want, I want to know how they all figure this out. I'm reading um, a book about, you know, 5,000 years ago that people were, they were milling it's corn and milling wheat and then using it. Naturally, the first thing I think they made was mead, which was beer or wine. But how did they even find that out? I don't figure out anything like fire. I mean, who would think to put rub two sticks together to make fire, which I've never been successful doing, by the way. But I guess they would say maybe lightning. They'd see lightning, and maybe that would start a fire, and they think we can do something with that. I don't know. I'm amazed. All right, so here's, here's a little literature related, since we are in the library world these days. What is the name of Washington Irving's 1819 short story about a man that fell asleep in the woods for 20 years? Rip Van Winkle. Very good. Awesome. <laughs> Amen. Do you know when I was about four, I was a leaf in Rip Van Winkle's woods in a play? In oh, a my show. goodness. Yes, I still have my little costume. It's adorable. It's tiny. It's like this little tiny costume. Aww. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> I have it. That's anyway, funny. You you need to post that. Yes, I was. So, who is the only athlete to ever play in a Super Bowl in a World Series? One athlete. You might, oh, God, you might know. What's his name? Either Deion Sanders or Bo Jackson. That's who I was Deion Sanders. I think Bo, didn't he play both football and baseball? Yeah. Yes, that's who I was yeah. thinking it but was. But I don't think he was about. in the World Series in the uh, Super Bowl. Uh, yeah, Sanders. I, yeah, he was... Um, forgot about him. Me, me too. Yeah, Neon Dion. Neon Dion. What team did he play for? Do you remember? Florida State. Oh, uh, and then and Cowboys. The Cowboys. And and he started with the Falcons, but... Okay, and he was he played for the Cowboys when they were like the cool, super hip team, right? Yeah, they um, um during their their that really high the popular. Jimmy the Jimmy Johnson yes okay um run and Barry Switzer. All right, so we have one more. <coughs> this is a stumper. Which city has the largest population in the world? I was going to um, say Tokyo. It used to be, but I think it's Sao Paulo, Brazil. Tokyo. Oh, okay. <laughs> Maybe I meant Sao Paulo used to be with Tokyo. I would have liked to have seen the hint you gave me for that. Isn't it great to have you back? <laughs> I just wanted to see what he was going to say. Now I'm exhausted. Awesome. Okay, we're you done. You guys did excellent. I know, really, on a Friday morning with Stumpers. Thank you, Jennifer, for writing awesome Stumper questions. <laughs> uh, no, no, those were really good. So what's, um, our, what's our education we're going to be discussing here? The education is... Um, Two things. Amazing. Arturo Toscanini would have had his um, 150th birthday. Conductor. Um, and known as one of the, you know, the most photographic memories in the world ever. When he was 19 years old, he was traveling with an Italian orchestra um, in Brazil. And the conductor had some dispute with the the company, the um, the orchestra company, and he refused to go on. The, the members of the orchestra convinced Arturo, 19, to conduct, and he did um, Tosca from complete memory because he was nearsighted. And he stayed on tour for them for six weeks, and he conducted 12 different operas on this tour, all from memory. That's incredible. Amazing. Like 25 hours of music. I can't and, remember yesterday. You know, yeah. like 20 different lines and harmonies and the instruments. Yeah, really. I, I, I do. I forget <laughs> wow. what. I looked for my glasses that were on my head for 10 minutes right. yesterday. So. I forgot that. I lent you the $40. <laughs> oh, my God. I looked for, I looked for my phone. When, when someone I was talking to wanted someone's address, uh-huh. and, and they said, what are you doing? I said, I'm looking my, for my phone to give you, give you the address. He goes, oh, aren't you talking to me uh-huh. on it? I'm so glad I'm not the only one who's done that. I was on the phone and then looking for it to oh, get the I've address. Oh, I've done that too. Oh, gosh, I've done that mm-hmm. too. And you know, it's really tricky if you're on the phone 
and then you actually have to go and look at something on your phone to answer whatever the question or whatever you're talking about while you're on the phone. I don't know about you, but I, it's like I'm very klutzy and very deliberate when I do it. I have to say, well, wait a minute. I have to look at my phone right. to find out if I can meet at that <laughs> time. And then it's like it's a weird several steps. Several steps. I heard it doesn't get better. <laughs> it doesn't. I cut myself yesterday because I started to drop something that I knocked off a table and I grabbed at it and end up, you know, oh. my gra- grab for right. was so violent and mistargeted. Did I, you take I, care of your cut? Yes. Okay, that's a good boy. Uh, Bassett Tracing. Oh, gosh. The other education thing is they've done a, a, an equation and uh, there's about um, 2 billion stars in our galaxy. Okay, just our galaxy. Right. Um, and they figured what what conditions need to occur for life to be possible. For instance, uh, for life as we know it to be possible. Um, and they've determined that there is... if And they've narrowed it down to like a one in a million. So there's a possibility of... 20 million planets in our galaxy that could support life, they determine. And then there's 100 billion galaxies. So there's over a, a quadrillion planets in the universe that could support life. Wow. Interesting. That is very interesting. And by the way, we're goners. We're going to merge with the Andromeda Galaxy in four billion years, so oh. the world as we know it will end. Okay. Much like the O's season soon. Oh. I resent them for getting our hopes back up again last month. Because they really came back there. I know they did. They got off to a good start. I don't, I guess, I don't know. It's been interesting. But hey, the Ravens won Sunday. Last Sunday? Yes. That was, I think, a surprise. And they're... <laughs> Sorry. They're playing. I mean, it was kind of a surprise. Well, it was a surprise the way they did it. They yeah. shut out the Bengals. And... They actually, mm-hmm. yeah, they kind of trounced the yes. Cincinnati. And and it wasn't the fourth quarter it comeback that no. usually you the know, Ravens I, like to give us with a heart attack. And I hope to God they do not do that. That was horrible last year. It was horrible. <laughs> it was so bad as a fan. What? The, uh, oh, the uh, way we end, ended oh. and lost so many mm-hmm. games over and over again at the very, very end or over and over time. It was just not a good good way to go well hopefully we have browns hopefully anything can happen but browns aren't very good this year so no. all right you know what we're going to do do the news in the c block so okay. so uh we're going to take a break and when we come back we'll be talking with angela rose president and ceo of the harford county chamber of commerce Harford County Public Library Foundation 13th Annual Gala, La La Library, and Evening in the Stacks will be held Saturday, November 4th at 7 p.m. at the Abington Library. The Gala Harford County Public Library Foundation signature event welcomes more than 600 guests each year and features an extensive menu of hors d'oeuvres and drinks, entertainment by mood swings, a live and silent auction. This year's theme, La La Library, focuses on the timeless and classic old Hollywood song and dance days. Sponsorships, which include tickets to the gala, are available starting at just $750. To purchase a sponsorship, contact Nina Depkin at D-E-P-K-I-N-N at hcplonline.org. Proceeds from the event will support a wide range of programs and resources, including new technologies, community outreach, and stream programs an innovative new space, and collections that will offer customers of all ages the opportunity to explore, create, discuss, and learn. For more information about Lala Library, visit eveningandthestacks.org. The Harford County Public Library's Innovation Lab, located at the Abington Library, is now open to the public with hands-on training for area community members ages 6th grade and above. Through creative experiences in the Innovation Lab, you can develop new skills, resources, and products that will help to drive Harford County's economy forward. The Innovation Lab's technology includes the MarketBot Replicator 5th Generation 3D Printer, 3D creation software including MarketBot and PrinterBot, 123D Make and 123D Design. 
professional green screen with Studio Lightbox, and both Apple and Windows computers. All to help create your electronic video, audio publishing, and 3D design projects. For more information or to reserve the Innovation Lab for your special project, call 410-638-3990 or visit the Abington Library at 2510 South Tollgate Road. Welcome back. I'm co-host Mary Hassler from the Harford County Public Library, and that is Bob Mumby, and this is the Harford Edge. We're delighted to have Angela Rose, President and CEO of the Harford County Chamber of Commerce, in the studio with us. Angela celebrated her third anniversary with the Chamber in July and works with businesses to strengthen the community through economic development initiatives and advocacy efforts. She has an extensive background in strategic planning, operations management, consultation, and administration, in addition to a degree in business administration and marketing from the University of Baltimore. So far, highlights of her tenure, and full disclosure, I am on the board and the executive (laughs) committee for the Chamber, include the implementation of effective guidelines, policies and procedures, establishing an internship program, and the organization execution of the state record-breaking membership recruitment event that resulted in over 200 new members and established the Harford County Chamber as the largest chamber in the greater Baltimore region. She takes immense pride in her position advocating for the Harford for Harford County and its business community. Welcome again, Angela, and we're so happy Good to have morning. you on the show. Thank you for having we me. We did a great job on that bio, didn't we? I mean, you make me sound amazing. Thank you so well, much. I'm going to have you write all of my material. Thank <laughs> you. <laughs> well, you heard what I wrote about myself at the entrance. So. Yes. Um, and I can't believe it's three years. Yes. Can you? No, not at all. I can't. Time flies when you're having fun. And can I say, because I'm not on the board of the chamber, um, that you're just hitting out of the park. Uh, Thank um, you. That uh, means so much, Bob. Thank you Well, it's, you know, and I, I, we, you and I have discussed this. Actually, I think you've used one of my testimonials. Yes. About the pragmatic and constructive and real-world approach you're taking um, to align what the chamber does with its mission. Correct. And with the needs of businesses. And sometimes that, that mission creeps a little bit, and I think you've done a great job in refocusing it and um, and really uh, approaching it every day uh, based upon what the businesses and the community need. So hats off to you for that. Thank you. Thank you very much. We have definitely worked very hard to ask that why and realign with the mission, and, and so to be noticed, uh, you've made my entire week. Thank you. Well, excellent. Excellent. Tell us a little bit about the chamber, why it's there, when did it start? So the Um, chamber is 41 years old, and we um, really started with the advocacy as the the mission years ago. The group got together to look at how to um, take Harford County to the next level with economic development, and through the years um, has had a very active legislative committee, and um, when I took the position as president and CEO, we looked at how we can uh, ramp those initiatives and efforts up. So last year we got very involved with legislation at the county and the state level, keeping our eye on what's happening nationally with health care reform um, and trying to k- give our members the communication that we're receiving from our partners, whether it be the Maryland Chamber, the U.S. Chamber, or the, the county council. Um, Harford County Administration Office, you know, really just trying to give our members the information and the power to know what's happening that's going to affect them in the business world. And um, one example, I know with the legislative, um, it's important to, um, A, for members to know what's going to affect them, B, for members uh, to weigh in. Um, with those that are can influence outcomes uh, for us, so I think that that's really important. Um, as far as um, if if someone is not a member, just give us the quick. Um, why should I be a member of the Chamber of Commerce? The Chamber of Commerce uh, membership offers many values and benefits. Really, it is the 
Um, but we, we strive to be the premier business advocate, and so again, that goes back to the advocacy issues. Um, we have strength in numbers, so the more numbers that we have as members, the louder voice we have with the elected officials because they know that they're getting a representation of the big business community. Um, it's also about connections. It's really building the relationships with other businesses in the county. And, you know, we I don't have to tell either of you, we are an extended family in this county. So it's great to have the opportunity to meet and greet and build relationships with people who um, are going to be able to work with you in business, whether it be you may need a service or be able to refer, but really just having that um, face-to-face connect- connection with another business member or many business members is a great benefit of the chamber. And it means dollars and cents to me uh, as, a, as a business owner, um, whether it's, uh, I know, uh, being able to understand best practices, um, success stories. I have a consulting business that advises businesses. So one of the most important things that businesses don't often take advantage of is uh, success stories and horror stories Mm -hmm. of their peers. Because uh, a a lot of my clients, they'll plan for something and they'll never ask someone who's gone through it. Right. What worked? What didn't? What did you over-prepare for? What did you completely under-prepare for? Right. Um, and that's just an, encap- an encapsulation of one thing, that the, mm-hmm. the networking and communication that we the like Chamber to, does. We like to be the conduit. We, you, With so many partners <coughs> and different agencies that we work with, we will have members who, uh, exactly what you said, will call and say, I'm looking for X, Y, and Z resource. I'm an entrepreneur and a startup, and I need to figure out what the what the best resource for me is to you know I know what I'm doing with my product but I need that business side who who are the experts in each of these fields so we make those connections for them and really do try to um, help them with best practices and have their business be as successful as it can be and uh, someone wants to join very easy they can either call the chamber at 410-838-2020 or go to our website which is harfordchamber.org and there's an online application okay and um upcoming events uh, i want to uh, i have one i love that you got you folks are doing um but tell us you have the uh, the Yes, the we, night one of the 11 billion stars yes, comes out. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I like how you tied that together, Bob. You're great. We are a very active chamber, so every month, all month long, we have things happening um, from our from our mix and mingle events, which are repetitive each month. It is a business card exchange to our signature events, and we have our signature event, one of our signature events coming up on Monday, September 18th. It's our Harford Award Program. So it's our version of the Academy Awards. We'll be recognizing five businesses in the Harford County community that are exemplary in economic um, development and growth. And you're going to tell us who they are on this show? (laughs) (laughs) Sworn to secrecy. Sworn to secrecy, yes. Um, (coughs) But they're, they're great businesses. They're very much deserving. And, you know, to see in paper when they apply or they are nominated what they have done to better our county is truly incredible and you'll hear those stories at the event through video and we do a quick bio so it's a it's a wonderful event we have a procurement seminar coming up that on September is, 29th. I love that. Thank Tell you. This is our second that. time doing this. Tell everyone what I just interrupted you from telling everyone about. <laughs> yes, he did. <laughs> no, that's okay. I love it. I love the enthusiasm. Thank you. Well, we've partnered with the Harford County Department of Procurement um, to co-host an event where members, non-members, all we need to do is have them register through our website, but learn how to work with the Office of Procurement to maybe secure some contracts for the county and just have that 
face-to-face um, -face interaction with people in the procurement department because at the end of the day, you know, what we do is business. Procurement is business. So it makes sense for our organizations to work together and get information and opportunity, mostly, most importantly, the opportunity out to the community for how to grow their business and generate revenue. Yeah, and we have really great leadership in the procurement mm -hmm. department in the county. Yes. Um, Karen and her group, they're just really doing great. I think Karen yeah. has just, she has made so many changes uh, to make, to make uh, Karen Myers, mm -hmm. um, to make it more efficient, more transparent. Yes, that's what I was going to say. Less to... arcane and mysterious. Um, and this is an example of it, to put the partnering with the, with the chamber on this, because it's, the, the more mysterious it is or complicated it is, the less businesses yes. will try. Sure. And who, who suffers? We do, the taxpayers, because you may have a much smaller group of bidders. Right. Um, uh, so, and I, I know this wasn't easy work for Karen Myers because there's a lot of, it's hard to change things. But there's to make these things so open and transparent, so that everyone sees it and understands it, is bet, is mm -hmm. is great for everybody. So really proud on that front, and it's great that uh, you folks are doing this with them. Thank you. It's open to any business. Like I said, it's the 28th of September um, in the evening. How do I get tickets? You can just go onto our website, click on events, and register. It's uh, free registration. We just need a head count, and uh, 4:30. I believe is the time, mm -hmm. and um, that's it. It's it's very easy. It's really just an uh, kind of like an open house, just to meet and greet and and say hello and learn about the processes of the procurement department and how to get your business bidding. Yeah. And there's no charge. It's right. free. And it's at McGurk's. Correct. Did you say that? No, I no. didn't. Thank oh. you for saying it. Well, thank God that you didn't, because I thought you didn't. But <laughs> if you did, it would have disturbed me. <laughs> then you need more coffee. Yes. <laughs> We were talking about looking for my glasses for 10 minutes while they were on my forehead. So, um, anyone we want to uh, tell us again how folks can, are tickets still available to the Hartford Award? Well, technically registration closed, but if anybody is interested in a ticket, we do have a, a few a seats available, and you can call Liz at the chamber and she can get you registered. Today would be the last day. Okay, so Liz, you can get her at 410 and your web address is? HartfordChamber.org. That's not too tricky. No, it's <laughs> simple. Try to make uh, it simple. Anyone to, we should be thanking about, uh, uh, while we're talking about these events, sponsors, um, yes. et cetera. We are uh, very appreciative of all of our sponsors throughout the year, and we have sev several sponsors who sponsor um, our annual campaign. Uh, we have the Hartford County Library. We have Hartford Community College, Baltimore Gas and Electric. We have um, Office of Economic Development is partnering with us for the Hartford Award. And um, we, we just have so many. The Daily Record is supporting on this event. And we're excited to have so many past recipients that will be in attendance. Um, it's going to be a great night. There are a lot of accolades and celebrations and rewards that, are, you know, acknowledgments that are going to be happening. Awesome. It's going to be fantastic. I agree. It's really, it's one of those, it's one of those nights we all put on our schedules as soon as we know the date and the time and when it's going to happen because it, it's a terrific time to recognize our rock stars yes. in the county in terms of businesses, nonprofits, you name it. And it's just something that we all look forward to mm -hmm. every year. And quite candidly, we changed things up this year because we we work with the Harford County Office of Economic Development and the administration to host the event during Business Appreciation Week. Next week is Business Appreciation Week for the county. Our, the event's typically on a Thursday, but because that is a holiday, we moved it to Monday. And we were a little concerned that changing our chamber chamber night would would affect the attendance and you know, 
literally the buy-in and the response has been amazing. Like you said, people put it on their calendars right away and want to be a part of it to recognize the superstars of our county. So we're very fortunate that uh, the date change didn't affect anything. And we're kicking off Business Appreciation Week now. I was going to say, it's like a big kickoff, which is perfect. I mean, it really raises the profile of the week (coughs) rather than doing it at the end. Right. I I like it. (laughs) And will the Member of the Year be announced as well, or is that... No, Member of the Year is announced in June at our annual meeting and gavel exchange. Okay. So are you running for the Member of the Year? Yes. Well, I tried... To get a you Lifetime try. Achievement Award from PJ and Pat for Beyond Limits, mm-hmm. because I donated a silent auction item, but they weren't they weren't buying it. Yes, um, they leave in what two days tomorrow? Tomorrow, uh, yeah. oh, wow! The final countdown. Yes, I, I love the um, uh, their tagline because if we chose Everest, we'd probably die. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, Ange, I just want to say, um, as a board member and on the executive committee. What I think you've done so much in the last three years is um, you are everywhere. You know, I see you at all the events. I see you uh, at the ribbon cuttings, at the events, at um, receptions. Whatever is going on at the county, you represent the chamber wonderfully. Thank you. So that people recognize you. They know you're from the chamber. And But I think what it, the benefit is is people can talk to you, mm-hmm. not always in that formal setting, but it could be just informal setting. And I think... That really does help to make those connections because we know in Hartford it's all about making the connections and supporting each other. So you do a great job with that. Thank you very much. Thank you. That means a lot. And that is the exact philosophy behind it. We, you know, we as a team feel the more um, visible we can be, the the mutual benefit will be everlasting because it's great for our members to see us out in the community and understand that we really are out there seeing what's happening and not kind of behind the wall inside of our four walls. So thank you. You're welcome. You're welcome. And a little more trivia. Um, I'm staying on the member of the year for a minute. (laughs) Okay. Chuck Boyle, you were member of the year 34 years ago. Marlene Lee, you were member of the year... Uh, of the year, I lost your name, um, um, 14 years ago. Mm-hmm. PJ and Pat, three years ago. Treats Ricardi, two years ago. We've had some amazing Who members this of, the member year. of the year. We had two. <gasps> we had Barry Hebb from Tidewater Promotions right. and Mara Sansinski from Hamilton Bank, who was instrumental with that membership drive two years ago. Um, Do you uh, want to mention the YAY program? I would love to. Thank you very much. So our Young Entrepreneurs Academy is, um, we are in the... In the final days of taking applications for this program, it is a classroom-based program for 6th through 12th graders, and if you are interested in owning your own business or know a 6th through 12th grader who is very entrepreneurial in their spirit, um, please have them go to our website and look up the YEA program, Young Entrepreneurs Academy. It is a 21-week classroom-based setting. You will, if you don't have a business idea, that's okay. We will nurture that idea, and you can work solely. You can work together in partnership, Um, but through that 21 weeks, you will go on field trips. You will learn the business basics and how to be a business owner, and there's a Shark Tank like event where you will present your business idea to an investor panel and be able to receive real dollars, real funding, and at the end of the program you'll graduate with a fully functioning business. So you'll have a tax ID number, a bank account, um, and you'll be able to walk away with uh, you know revenue uh, that you can use to pay for school or books or college or a car or whatever you may need, and it's a great opportunity. Great. Yeah. And where do they get information? They can go to our website at harfordchamber.org. Harfordchamber.org. That's an easy one to remember. I like it. Um, talk about, uh, I know that you, uh, you're, you're, uh, you and your team and the, uh, the board are very proud of a lot of what you've accomplished over the past year. Uh, give us a little bit on that um, and what do we have to look forward to yes. coming up. So uh, we have our year July 1st through June 30th, so we closed our fiscal year 2017 very successfully. We had um, great initiatives as far as our signature events, Um, so we were fiscally responsible this year, and we really took a step back and looked at what value and benefit can we provide to our members. And so um, we looked at educational pieces, again, the communication of our resource partners, so different um, education 
educational classes and seminars happening at the library or at mm -hmm. the ground floor, um, you know, really just trying to make sure our members are in the know. And uh, as Mary said, we were out at many of the ribbon cuttings and, and really just trying to be visible in the community and talk about what we're doing. We implemented a new database, so it's very user-friendly. Members can go ahead and put press releases or member-to-member -member discounts. Um, their update their information at, at, in real time as opposed to uh, where we were in the dark ages kind of rubbing two stones together hoping to change something. So that database our members have been very happy with. And so for FY18 we're looking at really stepping on what we accomplished in FY17 piggybacking and looking at recruiting more members. That is one of our major initiatives this year is how do we engage more of the business community and looking at areas uh, geographically and industry-wide that are underrepresented in the chamber and going out and having those conversations and saying, what what do you need out of a chamber? How can we help you um, to be you know, the best organization we can be, benefit the county as a whole and for the business community. So that's our big initiative for FY18. Fantastic. And it just, because it's concrete, it's, it's applied, <laughs> yeah. which is, it's often goes missing. I have one, I know it's, I have to ask one, uh, well, it's not sticky question, um, but advice-wise, and we all know it. Uh, any organization that's successfully managed by a board and by the, the executive uh, office of, officer, um, you, um, everyone can use advice on how you manage that. Um, there's always people better self-servers first. They're doing it for their own reasons, mm -hmm. not for the community reasons and uh, uh, the, the frat fraternal or what's the female version of fraternal? Sororical? Maybe. Sister sure. Sisterly and brotherly sisterhood. reasons. Sisterhood. Their sisterhood. There, there we go. Um, sometimes they'll hijack a board and the board really doesn't, has so many things going on. Sometimes these self-servers can mm -hmm. make headway how do you how do you manage that how do you uh how do you engage the board in helping you manage that and and holding people accountable that they're really not messing with the mission for their own sake what has worked for us has been communication, you know, constant communication with what's happening. So whether we have a meeting um, or there or not, we're sending emails or just communicating to say this is what we're doing, this is what we need, and you know, we've identified ways of making sure that our board members are engaged by looking at what their strengths are and targeting exactly what those needs may be. So it may be a meeting with a member that, or um, a prospective member that one of our board members has a great relationship with. So please make that connection for us. And really just um, having your finger on the pulse of what the chamber needs and being able to communicate that to the board and not being shy to ask for help or demand <laughs> sometimes uh, the assistance. I'm We're very fortunate with the chamber. We have a very engaged group of board members um, that really do take the time and invest to what's happening in the county and they see the benefit of the chamber as a whole so we're very fortunate um, but that's what's worked for us is the the communication and and the clear communication for what our needs are yeah, what did um what did um H.L. Mankin say the best disinfectant is still sunlight <laughs> <laughs> Um, so that's, 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 that's a great answer. Uh, appreciate cause we know that we know that's not easy and, um, and I know it, ta it takes a strong board as well, uh, who will back you up, but also, um, it, it takes an executive who has the, can, has the grasp and, and the guts to communicate what needs to be communicated. So, and that's never easy. Um, 
what el anything else we need to know um, as far as uh, we're running out of time uh, other than harfordchamber.org phone call if you're going to uh, if you want to go to the the night yes. that starts coming out, which is Monday. Yes. Okay. The only other information that I would like to convey is just that we have a very strong team. So we have four full-time uh, team members who are there to assist with whatever you may need. We field a lot of phone calls on a daily basis that are referral-based, looking for um, someone who can assist, or just information. So uh, we are dedicated to working for <coughs> our members and with our members, but also you, know, you don't have to be a member to call and ask for something. We really there are there for the benefit of the entire business community in Harford County. Angela, Liz, Jen, and Heather. Correct. Well, nice names. Nice. I agree. That sounds nice. Girl power. Girl power. There you go. Okay. Well, we have actually, Mary. Yes, um, dear. We're gonna let's skip the second break. Okay. Because we have about uh, oh, we have a little extra time. We do. Because someone was late. Was who was late? Was so I late? So you're listening to 970 <laughs> WAMD Aberdeen, and this is the Harford Edge, and I'm Mary Hassler, and that is the amazing Bob Mumby, and our guest today is Angela Rose, President and CEO of Harford County Chamber of Commerce. <laughs> and I always forget to do that, that <laughs> I station do. ID. I know you Thank do. Thank you for that. <laughs> um, and so we're going to go right into um, library, library events, okay. uh, which is always jam-packed with great things. Well, I just want to say, yesterday afternoon, we held our first ever reception for the Harford Living Treasures. We have over 450 living treasures that have been designated by the County Council and works through the Cultural Arts Board and through the library since 1981. So we had a lovely reception, uh, tea up at the Lyria Dendrum with little sandwiches, and we had a terrific turnout. And I have to say, many of these folks I've never met before, and they were just amazing. And including a Charles Irwin, who will be 100 years old in November, and he was the understudy to Ray Bolger on Broadway. I mean, isn't that incredible? And he was friends with Jimmy Stewart. Wow. I mean, really. I mean, and That's he lives fantastic. in Bel Air in Harford County. So it was just, an, I just, I can't stop talking about it. It was an amazing, amazing event and something we've wanted to do for many years. Congratulations. Thank you. Oh, so, that is great. So right now I'm asking everyone to go to your pantries. The local food bank, is, their shelves are empty because the food has been diverted, their normal sources, to Texas and Florida, which is appropriate. But they need help because we do have local folks and families who are going hungry right now. So the library with the Sharhope Foundation and Harford County Community Action Agency, we are doing a, a crisis local food drive. You can drop off your things at any public library in Harford County. Um, and donations will be accepted through the end of September. And we're looking for the traditional canned things, macaroni and cheese, canned fruit, canned vegetables, family-sized cereal, instant potatoes, canned soup, canned pasta, family-sized fruit juice, pasta, pasta sauce, peanut butter, and jelly. So please, please, um, open your pantries up and please make those deliveries and we'll take care of getting it to the local food pantry because it's really critical. We have a lot of need in the county and we just want to make sure that nobody goes hungry at, at night who lives in Harford County. Hats off to you folks uh, for that and folks at Char Hope and certainly what they do day in, day out, day out at uh, Harford Community Action Agency. You guys really got this together Yes, we did. Quickly. quickly. Very quickly. It's super cool. I mean, you know, we can pull that off. I mean, mm -hmm. it's Harford County. We can do that kind of stuff very quickly. So for fun things, so all you Outlander fans who love Jamie and Claire, we have the Artifacts of Outlander exhibit coming to the Bel Air Library. It will be open when the library is open from Monday, October 2nd to Friday, December 1st at the library. And it's a display of a lot of the original artifacts from Outlander and from that time period in Scotland. So please do stop by. It is free. Uh, to see what we have on display, and feel free to take photos with whatever you see in that room that you would like. The other exciting thing is we have, uh, we're working with Harford County Community Action Age, I mean, Community Services, on the impact of incarceration on children, and it is a program that is coming up. It's at the Abingdon Library on Wednesday, September 27th, 6.30 to 7.30. It is for families, and for the children, we will have crafts and activities to go on, and you're going to meet the author of Far Apart, Close in heart, 
and she wrote an amazing book. Her name is Becky Bertha, and she's going to be talking about the impact of incarcerated parents on our children. Um, so that is a not-to-be-missed evening, too. And the other thing which we have not announced yet is we just updated our systems. So if you need to do remote printing, you can remote print now to the library and then come in and print it out. It's the first time we've been able to offer that ever. So we've been piloting and testing it to make sure everything works. So many of you, I know my sister who's a consultant, lots of times she has to print something out, but maybe the printer's not working right. in her house. She can now send it to the library and then go pick that's it up. That's fantastic. Isn't that wonderful? Oh my gosh, that's amazing. It is amazing. So that's new now too. I had a quiet meeting with a business meeting at the Bel Air Library yesterday. You did? And it was wonderful. We whispered and... I saw two other people I knew there, and I dropped off my canned goods. Good for you. Thank you. And um, the helpful staff got my library card renewed in about 30 seconds. And um, they're really well-trained and a great team. I'm in constant awe as to how much happens at the library in, in every branch you're so active and there's so many wonderful from from young children to adults it's it's incredible well oh and i forgot to announce we are the recipient of the daily record innovator of the year award 2017 for the Bel Air Renovation Project in the Children's Department that we did last summer. So we're very excited about that. We had a photo shoot yesterday, which was terrific because we actually had a story time going on. Okay. Oh, my gosh, and the photos were just incredible. Yes. And what's really fun is we just stood there and watched the parents, the grandparents, the kids interacting with all the technology we have and everything else that's going on in that center. It was just really amazing, and it reminds me of why I love what I do so much. The pictures were fantastic. Oh, Congratulations. So That's such Thank a you. recognition. Thank well you. deserved. Thank you. So we're super excited about that. But it goes back to the st uh, staff and all the employees. They really care about delivering a quality service and product to our community. Yeah. I would like this food thing, I'll, I'll tell the folks again. Sure. About six months ago, I happened to mention that there's a wish list that the VA hospital at Perry Point has for, like, toiletries and books and etc and i've dropped off a few trunk loads of stuff over the past two years and mary said um send, send me that list um two three days later there was collection <laughs> yeah. baskets in all the library branches and um we ended up delivering 35 cartons of stuff up to the VA hospital. Right? And today's the last day for the school supply drive for the Greater Excellence Education Foundation. I think they have a new name they now. They do, the Harford County Education Foundation. Awesome. So we are wrapping that up, and then we're going to be stuffing that bus and making mm -hmm. those deliveries too. So it's something we like to do. You know, it's something, and it's easy to do because we're all over the county. Yes. And we make it easy for folks, and that's the whole point. That's great, and thank you from everybody. Okay, we have two minutes, and we're going to combine one news item with a little bit of humor, which we, which we all need. Um, um, did you hear, and this is true, uh, and I'm going to read it, um, and I'm sorry, I can't, I think that this was the, uh, it, this might have been Slate um, or HuffPost. Just when people are in need of some levity after the threat of Hurricane Irma, the Internet comes to the rescue. Police officers have been posting photos of officers Nordman, Hamill, and Rangering of the Gainesville Police Department um, responding to the tropical storm. Um, and followers have been appreciative. Um, so appreciative, there have been 261,000 reactions. Wow. And here are um, some of the reactions. Um, from Jamie Lee Daniels. Here we are, lucky to see three hunkopotamuses uh, huddled together. In a, they're a rare, elusive, and mythical creature. Luckily, I'm well-trained hunkopotamus handler. Send them my way, and we can we can <laughs> tend to them. Um, another woman posted, So, looks like my next vacation will be spent in Gainesville, rolling through stop signs and driving with a tail out out. Until I'm pulled over by the entire evening shift. 
And the PIO of Gainesville uh, got involved, too. Uh, she responded, uh, she posted, um, Mrs. Nordman and Mrs. Hamill appreciated that their husbands were so popular. And we can also confirm that Offer Rengering is single. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so, um... Keeping the community safe and dating too. Exactly. I did like all the pink flamingos that were herded into the, oh my gosh, the restrooms yes, yes. to, um, uh, I guess, during the storm mm -hmm. to be safe. And then everybody kept posting, so can the pink flamingos be let out now? It's like, it's like everybody was just, they were very cute, all mm -hmm. lined up. And that one of when somebody posted the video of the helpers actually marching them in, and it was adorable. They were following <laughs> this young lady who was taking them into the restroom. Aww. Oh, it's it's, it's it, it was amazing. And it really it really was. It's it, it's great to see how folks step stepped up. You know what annoyed me though? What people posting on Facebook what a big nothing the Florida storm mm. was. Like, oh why God. do they need to we post had, that? What two or three islands that are totally right. uninhabitable yeah. now? How many millions? Barbuda, of which I never heard of, but right. and another one, um, uh, Saint John, Bar Saint Bar Barbuda. But there was a second one too. Started with a C. Um, My husband could tell you what it was, um, but he he kept saying he said I think they're totally obliterated and they are. Yeah, and in Florida they've been yeah twenty two deaths. I know, right in the nursing home. The nursing oh. home. So, Millions without power. Millions definitely still with, and it's going to be a long time yes. before they get back up. Yeah. Oh, I was uh, I was driving down ninety five yesterday from a meeting in Havre de Grace, and I passed a caravan about mm -hmm. twenty two power trucks from Massachusetts. Yeah. So they're still um, bringing them in. Yes. So. BGE has over 250 people down mm -hmm. there. They sent them down last week. It really does take yeah, it's going to take huge effort. Interesting enough, you know, I'm a Disney fan. So Epcot um, it has a, is the second largest parking lot, I think, in the country, if not the world. So that's where they're... Um, they were all landing. So there's photos of the Epcot parking lot. Just the, the utility trucks are just lined up in rows. Wow. And they're giving them, Disney's gave them a lot of support and, and housing and things like that, too, because um, it was massive. Mm -hmm. But have you ever seen that parking lot? It's huge. Mm -hmm. I mean, it really is huge. Have you ever been to oh, Disney? Yeah. No. <laughs> I just renewed my annual passes last week. <laughs> Mary, uh, Mary is the honorary mayor of Orlando, I think. Um, okay, we'll start, we'll end with, uh, we have 15 seconds, 20, 30 seconds left. However long does it take you to answer this? Okay. Um, we do occasionally how bands got their name, and some of them are quite interesting. Three Dog Night, before both your time, was a great band. Um, how did they get their name? They did Jeremiah Was a Bullfrog, didn't they? Yep. Was and and they time? did. Uh, Mama told me not <laughs> oh, to come. Yes, Mama, and that's the one. Black and white. Yes, and... yes, yes. <laughs> My sister liked them. No, they were very good. How did they get their name? Three Dog Night. Don't know. Well, they were a trio, so they were, they oh. called themselves Tricycle. And one of the band members' girlfriend said, "That's dumb." Uh, so <laughs> she said, "I read an article last week about the Aborigines." And they would bring their dogs to sleep with them when it was cold out, to huddle with them sure, for the warmth. Heat. Right. So the coldest nights were called th three dog nights because oh. you you'd surround yourself with three dogs. Oh, that's a great story. I like that. So that me was too. a three dog night. Three dog night. Thank dogs you so much for having me this morning. Let me crash your entire show. We like it. It's we awesome. need the help. We do. It's I, awesome. I would have only gotten five dwarves if you didn't show up. <laughs> and we'd still be talking about, was it not Tokyo? Right. Exactly. I'd still be watching his brain spin. I'd like it. Yes. Yes. She asked me once, what year did um, Washington Irving die? Uh, remember we yeah, were doing I birthdays? I do remember the birthdays, and it was... Oh, yeah, that one I stretched out a really long time. <laughs> I just like watching him kind of spin in the chair. Yeah, it's it's entertaining him. for me. I don't know about let anybody else. squirm a little yeah, bit. Yeah. <laughs> all right, so that's all the time we have for the Harford Edge. Thanks for listening, and talk to you next week.